Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me. This is a podcast to help you fall asleep. If you're up at night worried, stressed, racing thoughts, panic, trying to plan out tomorrow or whatever's going on at work and your personal relationships, or you have some kind of unknown insomnia you can't even identify, whatever the cause, you're in the right place. We're here simply to help you fall asleep tonight. And the way we're going to do it is with a bedtime story. This isn't like a bedtime story for kids. It's it's not a bedtime story like a triple X bedtime story, but it's for it's a bedtime story for grown-ups. You know, I'll be your pseudo-parent, and I'm going to help you drift off into dreamland. All you need to do is get in bed, pull up the covers. I mean, make sure you brush your teeth and all that. Then get in bed, pull up the cover, set your alarm, turn out the lights, settle into your mattress, and then after you do all that, just press play right here. You can pause it and then press play now. And I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to get a little bit more and more boring as we go along. And you'll be listening. And the next thing you know, you'll be having a dream about being a hero or a princess or something wonderful, I hope. I can't promise the dream part, but I can promise that I'm going to keep you interested for a little while, and then the story's going to meander in a way that's going to help you put aside your thoughts and just drift off. Now, if you haven't been here before, you might be thinking I'm a nut job. And obviously, if I'm doing a podcast like this, you're right in some sense. But I'm also someone that has had a lot of trouble falling asleep as a kid. And me and my brother used to tell each other boring stories so we could fall asleep. And I hated school, and I didn't want to, you know, some part of me associated with going to sleep with having to get up for school. So every night was a a, a horrible waking nightmare for me. So I know what it's like just that one night, like Sunday night, and you got something big Monday, and you can't sleep. I know what that feels like. It's not pleasant. And I know what it feels like, you know, to have weeks go by and not get a good night's sleep. And that's the spirit of why I'm here, is to help you get to sleep. If you have any feedback, stuff you like about the podcast, questions, something you want to hear more of or you want to hear less of, go ahead and email me, uh, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Or let me know on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. You can find older episodes on our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com or on iTunes. And please subscribe on iTunes. It'll help us raise our profile. And if you want to do me a huge favor that I would really appreciate so much, go ahead and review and rate us on iTunes and let everybody else know what you think. Did this help you fall asleep or not? If you go over to Facebook, at Sleep With Me Podcast on Facebook, you'll find all the bloopers from our episode. So that might not help you fall asleep because a lot of times I'm, you know, getting... But, well... If you want bloopers, go over to Facebook and check us out. Thank you so much for coming. But please reach out to me. Let me know what you think about the podcast. I want to make it, if you have been listening, I thank you. And I want to make it better for you. So if there's something on your mind or you just want to say hi or you want me to say your name on the air, whatever, go ahead and email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Thanks a lot, and I hope I help you fall asleep tonight.
Hey everybody, we got another episode with me, Hit, of the Florida Project. And last week I was telling you about our misadventures in Mexico, you might remember. Took a couple of long, uh, a couple of wrong turns thanks to Burke's driving. We ended up somewhere on the, well I guess we weren't on the Baja Peninsula, we were on the Gulf of California somewhere. I still don't know where. But everything turned out fine. Made... I built up a lot of karma with Canadians. So hopefully someday I'll be up in Thunder Bay and those guys will be able to pay me back. Or was it? No, it wasn't Thunder Bay. Wherever, some Canadian people I built up some karma with. So hopefully they'll pay me back. So we got out of Canada. We got back on the road. And we got back in the United States, no problem. And we just happened to be driving. and Everything was kind of going smooth and we stopped for gas. And it was one of those, uh, one of those bigger gas stations that has a diner. And, you know, you can rent audio books and a lot of things. And we all split up. The girls were some, you know, Brooke was go- Burke was going to the bathroom, and Steph wanted to, uh, you know, get something. We all split up, and I was filling up the VW with gas, and I happened to see another car pull in. Well, lo and behold, who gets out of the car? But my ex-girlfriend, Nancy, she didn't see me. So I'm like ducking behind the gas can. And then uh, Steph comes out and she, she's like, I don't have any money. You know, can you just spot me for this stuff? You got to come back in and pay. I'm like, well, well, here, uh, uh, you know, I'll just give you my uh, ATM card. And she's like, no, no, no. You know, you got to come in. The guy, you know, you got to come in. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want to go in and pay. I was trying to avoid seeing Nancy or having Nancy see me. So I'm like, okay, okay. And she's like, why are you acting? You're acting weirder than normal. Like, totally strange. And so I go in and I pay. And she, well, you know, usual stuff. Beef jerky and Gatorade. Isn't that what everybody buys at convenience stores? Maybe some corn nuts. Maybe a hostess product, but they're out of business. So I buy it and I manage to somehow dodge Nancy. I'm like, stand on the outside of the pumps. Get in and they grin and bark it in. So we get we get back in the VW, and I'm like sweating bullets, and I'm like, come on, come on, buckle up, we gotta go, we gotta go. And they're like, why are you acting? Why are you acting so weird? And I get the thing started, putting gear. I'm like, oh no, we don't got okay. It's just my one of my ex girlfriends is here, and we just dodged her. And they're like, where? Which one? Point her out to me. Put it. Of course, as soon as I put it in drive, I don't even see it here and knock on the window. Ping, 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 ping. And I'm like, oh, put it in park. I look over. There's Nancy. Nancy's like um, blonde, very very attractive woman. She's maybe 10 years older than me, so she's in her 30s, late to early, mid-30s. I don't know. She looks like she's young, though. What can I tell you? She's a lovely lady. And the girls kind of squeal. They're like, oh, pit, pit, pit. She says my name, which I'm not going to tell you, my name. And I say, yeah, hi, Nancy, yeah. She's like looking, she's really amused because she sees these three young, youngish women in their 20s and beautiful in a van with me. And she's just like, what? I thought I saw you. Were you, did you see me? You were trying to avoid me, weren't you? I said, no, 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 totally. Wow. What are you doing here? Getting gas. She's like, I live here. She's like, we're, you know, I told you I moved to a suburb of Houston and this is where I live now. Wow, wow, we're near Houston. Uh, well, good to see you. She's like, what, what do you mean, good to see me? She's like, are you gonna, 
And they're like, Pit, aren't you going to introduce us? She's like, Pit, is that your new nickname? And all the girls are like, oh, yeah, hi, hi, we're Corinne, I'm Steph, I'm Berka. And Nancy's like, wow, you know, are you guys, uh, how long are you in town for? Oh, we're just passing through, Nance. Um, matter of fact, we got to get on the road. She's like, well, you know, I've been trying to get a hold, I've been trying to get a hold of you, Nancy speaking. She's like, because, you know, I owe you all that. So I, you know, remember what I owe you. So once you come back to the house, I'll get, fix you guys dinner. You know, I have a great place. You can go swimming. It's so hot. You know, you have the hot tub. And here, just stay for dinner, and then you guys can go on your way. Oh, yeah. The girls are, like, you know, totally into it. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. You know, we're on a, you know, this is just like, you know, straight up a sitcom. I'm like, we're in a, we're we're in a bit of a a hurry. And the girl, no, we're not, Pitt. We're not in a hurry. We'd love to join you for dinner. Don't listen to him. So next thing you know, despite protests and, like she owes you, she owes. We're driving there, and then the girls are grilling me. Wow, she was pretty good looking. I mean, not as good looking as us, but totally like that stuff. She's like, you know, she's totally like kind of cute for you. I'm like no, and then Corinne's like Bert, uh, step. Corinne's like Stephanie. That is not funny. She was a very lovely woman. She's very very pretty. Pit. She'd be proud. Clearly, she's a bit older than you. That's strange. So. What, do you have some kind of unresolved issues there? Burke's like, uh, oh, Pittman, just tell us a story. Like, where'd you, how long, like, so that's your girlfriend? I thought you weren't with, like, a lot of girls. Like, cause you totally don't. I was wondering if you were a virgin or not. And then I figured you never had a girlfriend. Because you haven't even tried any moves on us. I mean, I can, I know you're straight because I can see you. And plus, you talk in your sleep, but. How, what's up with that girl, lady girl, huh? Yeah, Pitt, Corinne speaking. You know, tell us, tell us, is that was she one of your school teachers? Was it one of those uh, school teacher, student? All right, girls, women. Nancy wants me to call you women, probably. She's going to yell at me if I call you girls, because you are women. I just call you girls as like a friendly term, like, Miha, or buddy, okay? Any, anyway, yeah, we went out for a little while, and at the time she was married, okay? And it ended her marriage, and it was a big disaster, and I was a bad guy on more than one level. Ooh, married woman, pit, naughty, naughty. I never thought you'd be a homebreaker. Totally a homebreaker. Uh, pit, that is not funny because... A woman broke my home, and I don't appreciate Corinne here. You know, I don't appreciate the fact that you would do something like that. That's just so unlike you. Okay, listen, I didn't know she was married until we'd already started our love dating. Our dating. Were you going to say love affair? Oh, Pitt, man, you're in love. This wasn't like a... Is this like the love of your life? All right, I really don't want to talk about it with you guys. So so I'm just going to give you the uh, quick version. She was married. It blew up in my face. Her husband was crushed. Especially after he met me, he said what it... His exact words were, what a disappointment. You know, so that even hurt. 
And yeah, I'm a homewrecker. You're right. I'm a terrible person. And I wish I could have taken it. I wish I could have done things differently. But she kind of targeted me. You know, I was kind of. She. We met at the mall where I was working. I was selling those. Um, those remember those little mini remote control cars that were big for like two years? No. Well, they were. And I was selling them. And she came by. And she was acting like she she doesn't have kids. They don't. She's not. She doesn't have kids. But she was acting like she had kids. And she said, "Oh, do you think my sons would like these little cars?" Because they were like. There, there used to be this toy called micro machines, and these were kind of like micro machines, but they're remote control cars. You know, now they sell. For a while, they're selling those planes that you remember. They used to sell planes. You'd throw them, and they do a loop, and then that was it. I sold those before the remote control cars. Now the guys are selling helicopters. Anyway, so she was like, oh, look at these little cars. They're so cute. Next thing I know, she's making, we're, we're eating at a yogurt stand, okay, on my break. Next thing you know, after that, it's another day she comes by. And she asks me if I'm simple. And I say, I don't know what that question means. And then she asks me next time if I'm naive, and she just laughs. And she asks me if I collect action figures still in their packaging. I used to, and then I got really mad. I ripped them all up, and I took them out of the packaging, and it was a terrible idea. Besides the fact that doesn't have anything to do with anything, but, and she laughed at that. But, like, a, not a mean laugh. Like, she was found me delightful, she said. And, you know, I watched, started watching The Graduate over and over again, but it wasn't, like, a, I think we're probably a nine, ten age-year difference, maybe even less. She never told me her age. Next thing you know, yeah, I'm like going to her house and we're having sex in the guest room, okay? And we're having fun and going to the zoo and doing stuff. And then it all went bad, okay? So I hope you guys were happy, yeah. And I liked her a lot, but... Oh, Pitt, you're you're sad. Yeah, you guys got me sad, all right? So this, and I don't want to have to deal with this when I'm trying to run the Florida project and reinvent myself. I don't need the past getting dragged up, and I, now we got to go eat dinner with her. Now you guys know that I'm a homewrecker. Great. So, great. Oh, here we are. Terrific. So, we go to her house, and she lives in this lovely house, and... We swim. Has some. She says, "Oh, why don't you guys stay here tonight?" And she kind of makes like jokes about me staying in her room and that she's divorced and single. But I could tell by the look on her face, she was just like playing with me. As far as like, I don't want to get into it with you guys because you're not even. This is between me and you guys are my listeners. Then dinner time comes. We all sit down at dinner, and she made a. She made some brisk beef brisket. And it was, like, tense at dinner just because, like, you know, been a while. We hadn't seen each other. I'm stirring up all these emotions in me. And there's a lot of stuff I don't want you guys to know about things. And I didn't want their girls to know. And, you know, I didn't want to reveal any weaknesses or vulnerabilities because I was trying to be pimp in training. Soon I'm going to be pimp. And this isn't that kind of stuff, like getting seduced by an older woman. 
pimps the seducer, right? And well, maybe I, I did play like a little bit of a, I played up my innocence, but whatever. So then next thing you know, Corinne's got to get Butterhead into dinner. And, and, you know, the girls were asking her about a lot of stuff. And then she's like, so you said you owe Pitt something. Is it money? And, of course, everything grinds to a halt then. She goes, well, this Nancy. She's like, well, you know, it's between me and Pitt. And then Corinne's like, well, you know, he's not going to need your money. You know, but if you owe it to him, you should probably give it to him. Or is it something, like, what else would you owe him? Like, his action figures? And then all the girls are laughing. Can, did you put him back in the case? And then Stephanie's just like, so, did, like, Pitt totally ruined your marriage, huh? Is that totally, like, our future? And then Nancy's like, you know, like, before we went to the house, I told the girls, nothing about the Florida Project, swear to secrecy forever. And then, you know, Nancy, she must have been holding off for a while. Maybe she was jealous. Maybe that was, like, some of what I was detecting, but... She's like, well, how, what are you guys doing together? I'm like, we're making a documentary. She's like, oh, wow, really, Pitt? I didn't know. You know she was calling me about my real name, which you guys aren't going to find out. Okay, it's Andrew. So, oh, really, Andrew? Uh, you know, I didn't know you were a documentarian. Like, uh, did you leave all your equipment in the van? She's like, oh, no, no, we're planning a documentary. Oh, really? What's the documentary about? Well, it's about uh, and then all everyone starts answering at once and like Corinne's like it's about women's issues in the twenty first cent twenty second century, twenty first century. And staff's like but at the same time though she's like in prison women and the prisoners of Sex industry, and then Parks like, oh, yeah, sex industry. It's like we're gonna inside look at the sex industry prisons, yeah. And Nancy's like, hmm. And then we finished dinner, and Nancy's like, do you want to call? And I'm like, you know, we gotta get back on the road. We really gotta go. And she's like, no, why don't you guys just stay here? And I was like, you know what? I gotta take a shower. We're going to stay here. I'll probably take a shower and lie down. Cause... And he's like, that's fine. Pitt, Andrew, go ahead. Me and the girls will just stay down here and talk about documentaries. And they're all laughing. And I guess after I left, what happened was, you know, as soon as I left, it, you're like, Nancy, like, what you, I, I don't get, I know you're not, sorry, making a documentary. He goes, oh, no, no, no. We're just friends of his. And we're all, we're moving cross country. We're all going to be roommates, and we're starting this new business in Florida, like a multi level marketing business. And Nancy was kind of buying into that, and she's like, "Well, those are ter, it's a terrible idea. Like those businesses are a scam." The girl's like, "Oh, really? Like, well, then maybe we'll." Um, Pitt said he has a lot of experience, like selling stuff at the mall kiosk. So maybe we'll start a mall kiosk, like three babes and a boy or something, and we'll sell something products like hand cream and and condoms with lubricant i don't know but we're gonna be fine we're, we're, we're all together we're friends now like so tell us like what was it like like it's kind of like he's like our 
our brother, but we all kind of have crushes on him a little bit, right? This is Steph speaking. Well, I do not have a crush on him, Corinne here, but I have an attraction to him. I'd totally get with him if he wasn't so lame and you'd have to make the first move. Yeah, so did he like, you made the first move with him? And then Nancy just laughs and she's like, no, no, no. He was playing this little like coquette boy at his micro machine remote control stand. And asked, he saw me look over at him and then he laughed and looked away all shy and then walked over and he said, oh, good afternoon, ma'am. I said, hey, I don't know, he seemed to, you know, he's had the whole line going, like, he, he's just so playful and he seemed like happy and, I mean, he seemed innocent and joyful and. It's just something I needed. My life was greatly missing that, like, fun. It was fun and nice to me. Made made me laugh, like I said, and just made me feel special. And he wasn't very experienced, but he became like this amazing lover. And my, you know, things weren't working out with my marriage. It wasn't a fair thing to do to Pitt or to Jerry, but I did it. We had fun, and I, I didn't I didn't want to let him go, but, like, all good things happened. Well, what happened? Like, totally, like, what happened? Why'd you guys break up? You guys should still get back together. Like, you could totally be our house mother or something. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. I'd love to be your house mother, girls. No, I mean, we like you, and does he... Well... I don't want to tell you this because Pitt would. Pitt, Andrew has a dark side, and a temper. And he, he uh, you know, there was a couple times where we were fighting about. Once I told him I was married, he was really mad, hiding it from him. Like, how could I do that? And that you know it was a lie, and that I was a vampire and I was using him and. You know, he was right a little bit. It wasn't fair. But at the same time, I was like, he was all in with our relationship too early. And I wasn't all in. I'm still not all in with him. Like, it was just, I miss him terribly. But but so he got so angry and we got into it. And, and he just, he told me, you know, I, he threatened me. He scared me because he said that I did something. I, I mean, it's just so. Really, he threatened you. Like, like what kind of jerk, man? Like he was gonna hit you or something? Like he's like a. Well, it wasn't. I was afraid of him. You're. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like him at all. And I'm not sure, but he was so angry about things and about doing him wrong or dirty or whatever, involving him in my lies. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, girls. You'll be fine with him. Just, just don't don't deceive him and don't don't trick him. Wow. 
It's like a heavy thing to lay on us, man. Yes, Corinne here, like, I cannot imagine. First of all, his name is Andrew. He looks more like a Gary. Pitt is, it's just horrible. What a jerk. I mean, you're a jerk, too. You're kind of a home wreck wrecker. Wow. So what happened was the girls went to bed, and then we got up for breakfast, and everything was quiet. It was just like, you know, that sound of forks on plates. And because we were eating scrambled eggs, it was even louder, because you know how hard scrambled eggs are to eat. It's like clank, 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 clank. Like, man, what, what happened? And then Nancy took a deep breath, and, and she was like, well... She's like, I still owe you what I promised you. And I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, you keep saying you owe me something. But I was like, I don't understand what you owe me. And then she's like, oh, remember, you know, after we broke up, you call, I called you when I was moving out. And you gave me, I asked you for money, for, for security deposit and, and all that. And. And you gave it to me. Like, yeah, but I don't want that money, Nancy. Like, that's to help you out. And, you know, things got ugly at the end, and I'm sorry. I mean, I had to make a stand, and I I had to... Sorry, I shouldn't have handled it like that, but... Yeah, I get dark, man. I kind of gave the girls a look. And they said, well, I want you to have the money, because what happened was, you know, after I got divorced... And then the divorce cleared. It's like, well, I ended up taking the money you gave me, and I bet some of it, and I made, like, about $300,000. And I want you to have part of it. I want you to have your money back, and then half. And I know you need the money. I mean, I don't know. I know you guys aren't making a documentary. And I know you're in Florida, and I think these girls are going to be in good hands with you. But... But I just, you know, just take the money and leave. I can't, I can't look at you any longer. And, and it's like, oh, my heart. And she starts crying and saying, I'm the love of her life. And it's like, I'm like, this is such a bizarre turn again because things were going one way. And, and I'm like, all right, we got to get out of here. And, the girl, you know, she's like, don't leave me. I, I can't live without you. And I'm like, you know what? We got to go, girls. This is it. This is crazy. Nancy, thanks for the money. She gave me cash. And we bolt out of there. And we get about halfway down the block. And the girls are all quiet. And I say, are you guys still in with me? And they're all like, yeah. Like, we're just really confused. And they're like, you know, did you really threaten her? Like, would you threaten us? I'm like, yeah, I have an edge. And then Corinne's like, I think I'm leaving. And then I'm like, you're not leaving. You're not going anywhere. You listen up. None of you are leaving. And they all get this look on their face like a six-year-old that got busted. And they're just staring at me, frozen. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And the next thing you know, bang, bang, Nancy's banging on the window. And she's, I roll it down. She's like, are you yelling at them, like threatening them? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And I started laughing, she's laughing, and the girls are, like, staring still. 
And Nancy's left. She's like, it's all, it was all a joke. And she climbs it. She's got a suitcase. So she climbs in the back. And she gets in the van. And the girl, the girl, what? what? They're like, what the heck? What? And she's like, I'm totally his cousin, you clowns. Like, we were messing with you the whole time. Like, I'm house-sitting at this house. And pick out a hold of me like two gas stations ago and told me to meet him there and totally to test you guys to see if you were committed to the project and I'm going to be working on the project non-sex side but I'm going to be working on the project so totally nice to meet you I'm Sandy and I'm, I know I sound right now like a little bit like Steph but I'll find my voice and that was just a ruse and the girls are kind of in shock and a little bit mad I so, say, you know what, girls, like, not only did I have to test you, but I want you to know, I'm trying to learn how to seduce you guys, you know? I wanted you to see another side of me. Uh, a deceptive side, like what? You know, a side that's willing to push the envelope. I don't know, I mean, none of this made any sense to me either, girls. Why I did I just call my cousin and we kind of winged it? I'm sorry it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm sorry I took you girls on this journey where through a fake love affair about remote control cars and threats but it was just to get your mind off the things and to test you so that's it you know it doesn't always make sense sometimes life's like a dream about chocolates floating away and that's it. Let's get back on the road. We're going to drive. We're going to get out of Houston. And we're going to be on to the next stop. Alright? So, you girls go to sleep and I'll drive. Alright? The rest of you guys, thanks for listening. It's crazy. Good night.